Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me, as always. What's up? It's Wednesday, September 25th. Tomorrow we have uh, Thursday Night Football. Week 4 begins. Dang, the week flies. It does fly by. It's it's hump day, all right, people? If that's the hump phrase. Day. <laughs> I was I was going to go with it, but I didn't. Uh, today we discuss our week 3 booms and busts, as well as some trade targets. Uh, we also break down some weekly matchups for week 4. Um, before we get into all that, be sure to do the following. Check out our website thefantasychampions.com rankings articles content material released every single day except saturday uh follow us on twitter and instagram at the ff champs on twitter at the fantasy champions on twitter go to facebook.com forward slash the fantasy champions and like us on facebook um subscribe wherever you listen apple podcast spotify stitcher youtube apple or on I was going to say Google Play, not Apple You almost Podcast. went through it once again. I did. I went through twice. I think that's the first time you ever, like, or you've, like, hesitated. Yeah, don't in, like, hesitate. a month. Yeah, I need to not hesitate. Uh, click the bell for notifications if you're watching on YouTube. Leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends. Why don't we get right into this? We can get right. right into the booms and busts from week three. Week three was interesting. So many players. I feel like this week is finally starting to shake out. The real people from the fake people, and uh, there are some weird oddities coming out, but this is probably what you're going to end up seeing for the rest of the season. Um, so we want to start with QB booms and busts for this week. Um, obviously, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Massive game. Russell Wilson was um, ridiculous. If you did not start Russell Wilson, <laughs> yeah. guy that faced me in my league, <laughs> did not start Russell Wilson. You know who he started? Jimmy G MVP. Oh, that was tough. Toasted. I would have lost. Um, Russell Wilson is obviously, I mean. He did have a nice trash time touchdown. He had, he had a tremendous. With zero seconds left on the clock. A tremendous game. But. Wilson always does better when they is lose. This is something that can continue. I, I just don't know. Uh, not forty points, but <laughs> he's like not forty points. But, but uh, I mean, he he's a top ten fantasy quarterback, I think. Right. Yeah. He he. Well, he always finishes nine or ten. We, just, That's what we talked about that in the offseason. Is yeah. he is he top five? Uh, <laughs> I think I think he could be like around five. Uh, yeah. But. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with that. Um, in weeks one and two. He totaled uh, against Cincinnati, 14 for 20, 196 yards, two touchdowns. Week two against Pittsburgh, he upped the ante to 29, and he's so efficient. It's unfreaking believable. He had 35 attempts for 29 completions (laughs) week two. 300 yards, three touchdowns, and then this past week, he threw it for the first time in, uh, I I can't remember what their offensive coordinator's name is, but in in his era, this is the first time that he's thrown it 50 times. He was uh, 32 for 50 for 406 yards, two touchdowns. He also added 51 yards on the Baller. ground and seven rushes for two touchdowns. That's how he got that freaking 41-point burger on the board. Um, so great game from Russell Wilson. You know, he might actually be a top three fantasy quarterback at the end of the year. He was the number one quarterback in fantasy two years ago. People really? forget about that. Yeah, he was. He did have a number one QB. I, I just think it's be, it's it's how they, it was a weak year for quarterbacks, but I think it's how they utilize 
guys. He's gonna he's gonna finish to me yeah, around around five. Um, Daniel Jones. We talked about him on yesterday's show. Yep, thirty four fantasy points. He's uh, he balled out. He played out of his mind, and uh, hopefully, it transfers over. But we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Mahomes doing Mahomes things. Twenty seven fantasy points. Yep. Uh, Winston back in action. What did I tell you last week? <laughs> Pick up oh, Jameis Winston before the 26-point game. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying he's going to start on a week-to-week <laughs> yeah. basis on your team, but now they're, everyone's going to run. Very good Kiwi stream. Everyone's going to run to the waiver wire and pick him up. Who's he play this week? Who's he play this week? Uh, see, I shouldn't just know these. Shouldn't I? Unless he's already owned. I don't even know. I'm going to check mm-hmm. that right now. Jameis Winston. He is owned in 69% of Yahoo leagues, 47% of ESPN leagues. That's very high. Yeah. He's not owned in our league, though. No, sir. I dropped him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's he right. Skirt. He plays the Rams next week. Oh, yeah, no. That's gross. Uh, he had 26 fantasy points, though. That yeah. Pretty good outing. He's been improving week by week, and the Bucks they should have won this past week oh, against yeah, the Giants. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, kicker choke. Um, Deshaun Watson, 25 fantasy points. He was looking like he was going to friggin' straight out burger again. And get yeah. like fourteen fantasy points, um, but he turned it around at the end of the day. Ended up playing in very our league. Well. He got twenty eight fantasy points. Yeah, we have uh, five t- point touchdowns. Oh, I see. I didn't even know that. Yeah, <laughs> he's throwing up quarterback stats for five fantasy point touchdowns. Uh, what about Kyle Allen? He's baller, bro. Yeah, kind of looked better than Cam Newton throwing the ball. Okay, <laughs> throwing the ball. Yeah, I guess. I not, mean, I, I just want, I'm not going to go crazy. Hurt, so I'm not. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to no, go I know. crazy. I, I, Kyle Allen. Yeah. I think people need to relax. Like he's worth an ad this week. This, this like, week's going to be this week's going to be the real key because if he struggles against Houston, it's yeah. That's back true. to Cam Newton. Um, Dak Prescott, Matt Ryan, both 23 fantasy points. Uh, Carson Solid. Wentz, 21. Solid. Uh, Lamar Jackson coming down to earth for a game. I don't know how many. I think he had 26 last week. So yeah. And then Jacoby. I mean, Brissett. honestly, if Lamar Jackson gets 20 weeks. Yeah. Still going to be a pretty solid quarterback. Tom Brady is slowly ascending back into the yeah. old man basement. Well, with Antonio Brown now gone, too. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't hurt. Now, this is one thing I want to touch on. And he had a decent game this week, Gardner Minshew. Mm. People are going to run out and grab Gardner. I, oh, I'm, don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that. I love Gardner Minshew. You love Gardner He's, Minshew. Yeah. We all love Gardner Minshew. We're all rooting for Gardner Minshew. But until he shows us that he can get a 20 to 25-point game, He's not worth yet. Yeah. Like, to me, like, to, to grab fantasy him. Fantasy-wise, there's just so wise, many other options. Right. He's a good quarterback right now and just for the Jaguars, but, like, there's other options out there for you. Like, Jacoby yeah. Brissett's probably on your waiver wire. Pick him up over, over Gardner Minshew. Yep. Um, Andy Dalton, even, I would pick him over Gardner Minshew. Um, I talked about Matt Stafford's good matchup this week. You got Daniel Jones and Kyle Allen on the waiver wire. So there's guys other than Gardner Minshew that you can go after. Mm. Um, let's talk about some busts. Because uh, there's a lot of guys stealing hearts this week. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers with 13 fantasy points. You know who finished with more fantasy points? Mason Rudolph. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so that's... gross. Um, yeah, he had 13 fantasy points. Is he a an option that you have to run away from at this point? Or? I, I, I'm not running away from him, but he's on my bench. I'm not yeah. starting him. Some people are even like talking about dropping Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't go that far yet. He's like, no. Let's relax. Um, Kirk Cousins still looking like a dumpster fire. Um, yep. Doesn't look like that's going to change. Garoppolo had a really <laughs> disappointing week. trash bag. 
especially yeah, fantasy Jimmy wise. G. Like I mean, the four turnovers is what really killed him. <laughs> Jimmy, he's literally single handedly trying to lose games for the 49ers and they still aren't losing games. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did score the game winning touchdown too. Yeah. So. Um, Baker, we talked about on yesterday's show. Yep, he's a big bust um, right now. He is not playing well. I just the, the thing is, and this is why. Well, I so desperately wanted to put Baker Mayfield on our on our bus list just for the pure fact that like there's so much hype surrounding the Cleveland yeah. Browns and and we didn't know if he was going to be able to live up to that hype. I mean all you you were saying that he shouldn't have been drafted as high as No, I, I was like if he was a 10th round pick I would have been okay with it or 9th round pick oh, yeah, somewhere how like the 7th round Mahomes was in 2018. Yeah. But like he was going in the 6th, 7th round. Some people drafted him in the 5th and it's like you know you you can't Let's see him being a top five quarterback. Right, right. And but I mean, I mean, last year, you know, the the reasoning behind Baker Mayfield was smart. It was like, okay, twenty seven touchdowns. He only played for uh, what was it, twelve games? Mm -hmm. Twenty seven touchdowns in twelve games is pretty good for a rookie too. But there's hype, there's expectation, there's you know all the stuff surrounding Baker Mayfield. Teams weren't didn't care when they played the Browns last year, and now you know the Browns are something, and everyone's trying to beat them. Team, right. So Baker, you know, as much as I love him, I at this point I think you are safe to drop. Somebody else is gonna snag him and you're gonna be why didn't somebody <laughs> else take him? But uh I would drop Baker. I would say yeah. I'll, I'll I'm cut ties, get another quarterback on your team, figure out other options. And if Baker ends up playing well at the end of the year, then that's the that's the sword you have to carry. But you know right. what I mean? I, I there's nothing else you can do. You gotta if you draft a Baker Mayfield and you've been starting him for the last three weeks, chances are you are one and two or zero and three, um, unless you you know drafted everyone else and have a super team. And the only yeah. guy that the question is is Baker Mayfield. But I would drop Baker. Um, there's no one else that really hurt people in terms of starting lineups and in terms of bust for quarterbacks. I don't think anybody was starting Marcus Mariota this week. No, um, Goff. Did exactly what we said he was going to do, not perform on the road again. Yep. How many times did like people pick up Goff in drafts and then start him expecting him to be a week-to-week quarterback? He's just you, not. If you take Goff, that's fine, but you have to have another quarterback. I mean, he didn't He didn't kill you. No, 16 points is okay. But it's not good. No. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I forgot what our metric is for a bust. It's tr- I think it wasn't it 20. I think it might have been 18 to 20. Yeah. So he would still be a bust this week. Yeah. So, but I mean, to be, you know, I don't want to, I don't want a friggin' QB2 (laughs) starting on my team. Like, that's ridiculous. Uh, Let's move into running backs, um, breakouts. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. Um, We'll talk about them quickly. Mark Ingram, do you expect 31 points to happen again for Marky Mark and the Funky Um, Bunch? You know how I am on Mark Ingram, but I'm not sure if 31 is. I am nervous. About Mark Ingram because everything from Mark Ingram at this point, he doesn't get, he's not getting targeted. So everything about Mark Ingram is game script dependent. And it's like, mm. like they're going to run the football. That's like, that's an inevitable situation. Yeah. But if they're losing football games, I mean, this many, is a game. How many teams are they going to get blown out by though? Not a lot. Uh, but I mean, this is a game that proves me wrong because they were losing in that game. They're still giving it to Ingram. And they were still giving it, giving it to Ingram. What do you have? 16 carries? Yeah, something like that. So I don't think the red zone opportunities are going to continue to be there. But 
um, there were some other fantasy analysts and experts, and I didn't actually disagree with them on this, that said the touchdown upside for Mark Ingram was not there. Well, mm-hmm. it clearly is there. So does yes. that change yes. anything on Mark Ingram? I think it does a little bit. The thing that concerns me is that he is in a full-fledged RBBC. Yeah. It's not even a but you question. Know what, though? Like some weeks, Gus Edwards gets more snaps. How many teams are not in one? Yeah, that's a good a good point. I just... I'd love to see Mark only, Ingram as a three-down back. Few. Can Mark even Ingram be a three-down back? He That's the question. Be. Maybe I haven't considered, but can he even like stand up to that workload? I think I he could, know. probably, if he if he was given the chance. But no, I mean, there's there's like you can yeah. count on your hand how many teams this are full workload team. When I drafted Mark Ingram, this was the week I was anticipating as a sell point because mm-hmm. the Ravens have the easiest running schedule, like. In the league. And so for me, like the first three weeks of the season were against easy opponents. And I was like, yeah, we definitely need to make sure that Mark Ingram is sold after week three because that was after like the three, like last week he came out because of an injury and he didn't end up scoring a touchdown in that game and it capped him. He kind of reminds me of Derrick Henry. Not, he doesn't get as much opportunity, but he's going to get you 70, 80 yards a game. And when he doesn't score a touchdown, He's going to be a bust. But when he scores a touchdown, he's going to make it big, and it's going to be 15 to 20 fantasy points. Yeah. So you're playing the odds with Mark Ingram by starting him on a week-to-week basis. You're saying, all right, well, let's hope he scores a touchdown this week because if he doesn't, then you're going to be screwed. For me, I, I just – I don't know. He's a good running back. He's a good guy to have on your team. But for me, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I was like, I need more consistency than that right. than to hope he scores a touchdown. No, that's fair. I mean, I don't think he's going to get – 30-plus every week, but... Yeah. Was there anyone else? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I thought you were done with your statement, and I just jumped No, that's okay. Pretty much what I was just going to say, I don't think he's going to do that every week, but he's still going to have a good year. Um, Did anyone else surprise you? Philip Lindsay, probably 27, (laughs) jumped off the board I'm so mad. Oh, I know. So mad. Yeah, but I mean, as you said, you told me earlier today that... He's been busting hard. Two of his touchdowns, both of them came on Came on two drives when Freeman was injured. Injured, right. So I wouldn't... Um, Philip Lindsay, if, if Royce Freeman has to miss time due to a shoulder injury, I think Philip Lindsay becomes, he obviously becomes a must start. Um, and he probably gets the full majority of the workload. But at this point, like if they continue splitting it down the middle, it's anyone's guess as to who's going to get that 20 point week. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of scary. And I don't, I don't like, it's another situation where I don't, I'm not sure if I want to buy into that. Um, the normal guys did have a great week. You know, LaShawn McCoy had a relatively decent game. He was he rolled out and uh, limping into Arrowhead. I don't know. Got lost he... because he's never been there. Like, he's never showed up for a game at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah. Or at least at home. As a, as a home team. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the home team. Uh, but McCoy played very well. And uh, that's not going to be expected on a week-to-week basis. No. People are going to roll him out as Too a Too many starter. running backs, and he's probably going to get injured yep. every other week. So. Yep. Uh, Pollard surprised. Um, it was more specifically Pollard. because after the third quarter, they were... They played the Dolphins. I was so though. mad. I'm like, I have Zeke. Just He had 127 or 130-plus yards all-purpose and uh, didn't score one friggin' touchdown because he got vultured by Tony Pollard. Give me a Dude. break, Dallas. Give me a break. Just give it to give it that's to my man. Two, two of the three weeks now that that's happened. Yeah, they, that a, that they were they were blowing out. It's not a trend. They were blowing out. Uh, this week he's facing New Orleans. This is going to be like a back and forth game. So. Yeah, 
It should be a hey, little look bit at more interesting. Joe Mixon finally showed up this season. Joe Mixon and Devonta Freeman. Yeah. Sort of. Wait, no, never mind. I lied. Freeman oh. had 11. Oh. So he's the RB2, number 24. <laughs> no, but yeah. yeah. I mean, this was the week you were looking for for Mixon, but yeah, I don't think he's going to be as bad as he was in the first two weeks, but I still don't. I'm still not that high on Mixon, as high as I was, at least. I, I, the offensive line is his worst enemy. Correct. It's, it's literally the problem he's having. Um, I think, I don't know. I, this is your sell high opportunity. Unless this becomes Joe Mixon on a week-to-week basis, then he turns out to be okay, but I, I don't know. Um, Leonard Fournette completely uh, pooped his pants this week. Mm-hmm. until uh, the fourth quarter when he had a 69-yard run. He turned negative yards in the whole entire game into a positive, and he ended up with a decent fantasy day. Ended up a low-end RB2. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking A, Leonard Fournette. Um, Aaron Jones, 25 yards or something, 20-plus yards <laughs> on the day. <laughs> scores two touchdowns and ends up looking pretty good. It, those uh, are, that's fantasy. one of those games where it's like you look at the fantasy points and are like, wow, that was pretty good, and yep. then you look at the numbers. Fantasy-savvy like, oh. owners will be like, no and non-fantasy savvy owners will be like yes <laughs> yeah sell much. it to the yes <laughs> pretty much uh let's talk about some busts this week <sighs> miles so sanders by the way did have a decent week yeah, he actually had a pretty good uh, he had third uh 11 he would have better if he didn't fumble um so like Le'Veon bell against new england not really shocked that he would get double yeah. digit points yeah i could have predicted that james connor uh not a good week. It's that's Steelers' offense. It's just <laughs> that's true. James Conner, not good, not good. I mean, the Steelers' offense wasn't good at all. Yeah, the O line, Mason Rudolph. I mean, but still, not a good sign if you're a James Conner owner. Yeah, uh, Josh Jacobs was another guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Four point four fantasy points. Um, I'm gonna open up to see how many uh, opportunities he had in that game. I did see. Something. I know he's been struggling with a. Um, groin injury yes so. and i did see something the other day about john gruden was talking and was saying that they want to get him more involved in the passing, passing game. game yeah right. which is a good thing game. which is a really good game yes uh, a really good not a good game good thing um he had 10 carries for 44 yards against minnesota two targets no receptions um this is what you're gonna have but you know what though jacobs all year this is what's gonna yeah. happen sony michelle last year did the same exact thing josh jacobs is the same caliber player as sony michelle he's gonna get the opportunities and he's just gonna produce it into an rb2 like that's kind of what's gonna happen yeah he's gonna have weeks like this though where the raiders just get blown out yep. and he they're gonna stop running the ball after the second quarter and right he's only gonna get 10 carries but then games that, like earlier this year against denver in week mm-hmm. one where he had 20 plus carries they were in control of that game and they were winning. Yeah. Well, it was at least a close game. Right. So I think game, Josh Jacobs is going to be very game dependent where if they're getting yeah, yeah, blown yeah. out, he's not going to be good. But if they're winning or it's a close game, it's a close game. He'll, Josh he'll Jacobs be will better. be Josh Jacobs. Um, Todd Gurley, 4.3 fantasy <sighs> points. He had, I think, uh, 44 all-purpose Man. yards. Glad yeah. I didn't, didn't draft him. A lot of people yeah, are saying I, that right now at the end of the first round. I was very wrong. To. I'll admit it. Hey, you can wrong. you can be wrong about something. Yeah, I, okay. I, no, I'm wrong about a lot of things. Yeah, but you're <laughs> the key is to be right about more things. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Todd, yeah, Todd Curley completely. Now here's the here's the hard situation because this is not Gurley all year. Like he's not going to be four fantasy points every single. No, 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 of course not. He'll get like twelve to fifteen. He'll have a game too where he fine. maybe he gets like a yeah. classic Gurley game where he gets like a right. touchdown or two and people go nuts. But but I this is more. To, I, cause I, I, I'm going to look at this, but I think he only had 
I think he had under 15 touches in the game. I believe. Oh, 14, a, 14 rushing attempts, no reception. So he 14 touches. Which is interesting because like, in a low-scoring game like that where it's 2013 and they win. He was averaging 3.1 yards a carry. He's been yeah. abysmal this year. This has been one weird season for Tucker. Well, it's kind of what I think a lot of people predicted, though. As the season goes along, later in the season, they'll give Gurley more work. I, I, I'm because I think they're just that's your only hope right now. As yeah, a, yeah, as, as a girly, as a girly owner, I just what do you owner. do to him? You can't even sell him. No, you no can't. one's gonna want him. I would sell him not this week. Yeah, but if he has like a really really good game, yep, then I would try to probably sell him after that. Uh, Chris Carson. <laughs> Yeah, 3.6 fantasy points. There was a lot of hype for Carson after week one. He keeps fumbling the ball all over the field. He was slipping um, all over. Uh, in that this game. should have been a matchup. Like five times. There was no Rashad Penny. It was a good matchup. This should should have been a good game for Chris Carson. Oh, yeah. This should have been a huge game for Carson. I, I picked him in DFS. I'm so angry. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, that, that didn't end up too, too well. Uh, but uh, Chris Carson owners, what do you do? I'd probably just try to sell him. Ah, uh, depend. I wouldn't yeah. sell him for nothing, but I would. I would. Yeah, I know. I'm making the same face. Yeah. That's gross. Are you worried that like his carries are going to go down throughout the season? A little bit. Yes, yeah, he's same. Uh, are you buying Chris Carson while the owner? If the like, dude oh is God. like, if the dude is like freaking out, yeah, then yes. But I don't think yeah. there's because people are just going to look at it as like a one bad game type thing. There's two bad games in a row, so there's that. Yeah, but last week it wasn't like... Yeah, I guess. Uh, and then I just wanted to note, Latavius Murray should be on your waiver wire, and you should drop him now. Yeah, He has had two abysmal weeks. I don't care what Fantasy Pros ranking says, please drop Latavius <laughs> Murray. He's not marking room, and he's not playing in the marking room no. role. So there's that. Um, let's move on to wide receivers, and then we'll go to tight ends. Uh, Keenan Allen's just been freaking killing Absolute everyone. Machine. Um, he could finish as the wide receiver one if he doesn't slow the hell down. <laughs> yeah. He, he had 30, what he, thir- two weeks ago, he had 36 fantasy points. Last week he had 11, something mm-hmm. like that. And then this 37. week 37. So it's like, he's ridiculous. just playing ridiculous. Mike Evans finally decided to show up to 40 fantasy points. Oh man. There was, there's some people tilting on Mike Evans and they were like, Oh my God, I need to sell Chris. God- I need to get Chris Godwin right now. He's the wide receiver one in Tampa. You know, we tried telling you he was on our buy list last week. Yep. Not, well, he's not buyable anymore. <laughs> nope. Now, too late. 41 fantasy points. Ridiculous. He's, uh, it, he went friggin' insane. Like, My boy Cooper Cup. Finally. Finally. You know, he's... What you mean, he's the He's a top three... <laughs> what you mean, finally, he says. He's been a top three wide receiver mm-hmm. in, like, on average since... Uh, the beginning of, se- of beginning of the season last year. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He's like literally, he's legitimately a wide receiver one that everyone treats as a wide receiver two. Yeah. He's crazy good. Um, Tyler Lockett, twenty six fantasy points. Finally got targeted like a number one receiver. If he gets targeted like that every week, yeah, he's gonna be in. He's gonna be a top ten. Here's guy. the thing though, he's not. <laughs> he yeah, no, no. Next week he'll get like two, yep, two targets. That's the Tyler Lockett effect. Uh, Still good fantasy option though. Yeah, no uh, matter Ster- what. Sterling Shepard with Daniel Jones playing well, all of a sudden looked pretty good. Um, yeah, he looked very good, and I think like like we talked about yesterday, um, Golden Tate coming into that mm-hmm. situation in week five could be a good ad for you. Um, but Sterling Shepard right now is just a great play. Um, 
Aguilar had 19 fantasy points. That's interesting. Um, because everyone else wasn't there. <laughs> no one showed up to the party. <laughs> They're all hurt. That's, um, that's fair. Marvin Jones had 19 fantasy points as well. Unfortunately for the Kenny Galladay owner, and we'll probably talk about him in, in a minute, uh, uh, Marvin Jones is going to steal all of your work uh, every other week, and this is this is kind of what might happen. Uh, Mia Cole Hardman, I told you, I told you, I told you not to spend all your waiver budget on Demarcus Robinson and to get Mia Cole Hardman and 17 fantasy points for Mia Cole Hardman later. Hardman later. Uh, he should be, if you don't have Sammy Watkins, Mia Cole Hardman should be a start on your team and every then, week until Tyreek yeah, Hill gets back. Until Tyree <laughs> comes uh, what about Marcus Valdez-Scantling? 18 fantasy points. What is this guy doing? I don't know, man. What's he doing out here? It's pretty good, but uh, he had one. I think it was like a. It was like one huge bomb. catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, I, he's owned. So, right. I mean, check your waiver wire to see if he's not, and get him on your team, like as a flyer. But outside of that, uh, Michael Thomas at thirteen. DJ okay. Chark, your guy, fifteen hey. fantasy points. Julian Edelman, fifteen, and he got hurt. So he uh, was on pace for Julian, like a big game. With the AB news, Julian Edelman is a. Back to where he was. Back pretty to much. where he was. Yeah, he's he's now he's now in the position that we drafted him at. Yeah, uh, Brandon Cooks, sixteen fantasy points. Pretty solid. Um, he's gotten sixteen the last two weeks. God, the guy doesn't get targeted all that often. But no, whatever. He, whenever he does, it's just he's a big play guy. Yeah. That's what we've been saying. And T. Y. Hilton, that that value drop right after you yeah. draft when uh, Andrew Luck announced turns his out retirement. Turns out really he's actually changed. yeah, really hasn't changed. He's still pretty good. Let's get to some busts, dude. At what point? Because I know you're Diggs owner. Do you give up on him? Three fantasy points. Well, this I week. don't think he's again. I don't think you give up on him. Like, what is he doing on your bench? I benched him three weeks ago. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> like I was, I was, I was ahead of the curve. I don't drop him. He's not like no. The I second you drop, drop him, him someone else is going to fly in and drop grab him. him. Um, Diggs is not. Just don't drop him. I think at some point Diggs is going to have a big week, and then somebody else is going to think, "Oh Lord, Diggs is back, baby! Let's go!" And then they're going to go grab Stefan Diggs and, and start him on their team, and he's going to get two points again. Right. Uh, I the the problem, and I I have the same feelings about Thielen. Thielen actually had a good game. He had a good game this week, but Diggs and Thielen are going to look like this all year long. They're a zone run team. That runs the ball right. fifty-two to fifty-four percent of the time, yeah. which is not good for the passing game. Not only is it not great for good Dalvin for Cook, the, great for Dalvin Cook. Not only is it not good for the passing game, but it's not good for Diggs and Thielen. Thielen's probably going to get targeted a little bit more than Diggs, but right now they're like four targets for Diggs, five target, five targets a game for Thielen, four targets a game for Diggs. It just happens that Thielen keeps getting the passing touchdowns. Right. Diggs is a vertical outside receiver and they're just not they're not connecting on the outside routes. He doesn't fit the scheme at all. So it is it's concerning. And as a Diggs yeah. owner, it's very hard to sell. Oh yeah, you can't. <laughs> at you this can't point, sell it's like impossible. Point, yeah. Um and it's like the other thing too is that where's the balance? Because he's still kinda like a he's still a top fifteen talent. Right. But he's not producing at all. He's not producing at that level at all. So it's it's a hard one for me to. Um, kind of, oh, I, can I note just something? Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders truthers came out in strong when he had a really big game last week, and I said two fantasy points, guys. He's gonna tr- he's gonna crap the bed. Got two fantasy points. Yep. What about uh, Kenny Galladay? 
Uh, yeah, that was a big bust this week. Um, like big. I said, this is going to be an off and on situation with him. Yeah. What about Odell? Eight fantasy points, boss. Mm. I mean, I don't. Is it a Brown, bust? The, the Brown, yeah, it is. But I mean, it's Odell, so he'll be fine. Happy PPR, but, it's a bust. Yeah, it, it, it'll be fine. I, the Browns' offense looks really bad. I, I don't want to see Odell in an offense that works like for once in my life. <laughs> We um, thought it was going to be this year, but... Yeah. Uh, Sammy Watkins had another kind of bust day. Robert Woods? Robert Woods was uh, seven fantasy points. Devontae Adams had seven as well. Oh, man. <laughs> What's going on with Devontae Adams? Yeah, I wanted to ask that. Uh, is he a... Is he a... Uh, see you later. Sell candidate no. right now? Okay. If he's, on, if he's on my team, I'm not. I'm not. Yet, the, not yet. The problem with Devontae Adams at this point, and I heard this earlier today, and I looked up his stats and they matched it. Um is that he's not like what what did you expect from Devontae Adams? Like coming into the season. Oh, targets. Like, targets, yeah. targets, targets, targets. Catches. 12 targets a game. Where is he gonna get like the, what what you notice when you look at the top five wide receivers every year in fantasy, the top five always have hundred and sixty like targets. Every yes. single guy. Six hundred and sixty plus. That's what Adams always gets. So far his target line has been eight, nine, and four which is on pace for 120 to between 120 and 140 which puts him outside of the top 5. So, if he's not getting that target share in this offense, he's not going to produce. He hasn't caught a touchdown yet this year. He's had 100-yard game. He's he's been relatively disappointing to somebody who drafted him in the first round and expect him to produce on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. If the target share is not there, Adams is not even worth the first round pick you wasted to get him. No. Which is unfortunate. He's like a third-round pick at that point. So Adams is a little bit disconcerting. Uh, obviously, you have to ride it and see what oh, happens. Yeah. Uh, and when he does have a big week, I would probably sell him and say, see you later. But other than that, that's Adams. Is there any more busts for wide receivers before we move on to tight ends um, really quickly? Marquise Brown, five fantasy points. Yeah. Go buy low on the owner that has him. <laughs> But he's getting like I think he had nine targets in that game. Yeah, he's getting I mean, targeted a lot. He is, in that yeah. Offense. Would you say uh, Chris Godwin? Oh, I would definitely say Chris Godwin. <laughs> Why'd you kick me while I'm down? Hey man, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he still won this week. Yeah, that's true. Uh, is this a is this a is this a uh, blip on back the to reality type thing? No, I was gonna say is this just a blip on the radar and he'll be back to normal next week? Oh, I think it'll be he'll be back to normal, but I think it's like a back to reality where it's. Mike Evans is the guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I think a lot of people got a little ahead of themselves. Like I, I thought if there was another twenty point game from Godwin and another five point game from Evans. Oh, like three straight weeks. That's yeah, a trend. That's, that's a trend. Right. So um, he's only had twenty fantasy points. That would be two weeks in a row because he had twelve week one. But um, I just, I actually don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. I just. I I talked about I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but Chris the way Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are utilized, that is very true. That game was very true to how Bruce Arians utilized Larry Fitzgerald and John Brown in the days of twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen. Right. Yeah, yeah. And in that game it proved it true again because there are times when John Brown absolutely went bonkers in games because they just had a connection on the outside. Chris Godwin, I think, is going to be the more consistent week-to-week wide receiver as opposed to Mike Evans, who's going to have these massive games and then have, yeah. like, seven-point weeks and 
eight point weeks. I think it's a blip on Chris Godwin's radar. You can expect twelve to fifteen fantasy points probably a week from him. Okay. Outside of that, I, we'll, we'll see. He makes me extremely nervous. <laughs> Every week, somebody does bad, and you want to sell. You're just yeah. like, I need to get rid of this guy. Last week, I panicked on my running backs. I was like, this is not good. So, yeah, don't, don't, panicking's not the answer. I talked about that at the beginning. We talked about that at the beginning of the season, our trick, tips and tricks show, and we're like, don't panic, don't panic, don't panic. Now you get in the fantasy season. It's, it's so yeah. hard not to you panic. Because everything is, it takes so long for things to develop. It goes so fast, but so slow at the same time. I'll quickly talk about tight ends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Greg Olson, we told you to start last week. Yeah, 22 fantasy good. points. Hoop, there it is. 21 fantasy points. Pretty Beast. solid. Waller, already talked about him. Yep. Love Waller. <laughs> Freaking Dawson Knox. You know what's a rookie tight end. Wait, is he a rookie? I think he's a rookie I tight end. I don't even know. Hold on a honest. second. Back the truck up. I, I, think, I think he's a rookie. Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. He was hurt when the season started and wasn't able to play. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Try to find out. Um, yeah, Dawson Knox, interesting game. How about that? You know, it's interesting. The big three for tight ends of of Kelsey, Ertz, and Kittle. This is normal Kelsey though. Twelve fantasy points. Yeah, that's true. But they haven't they haven't been been crazy. Kittle and Ertz have been generic. Yeah, eight nine fans. That's what Kittle was last year that no one really noticed though. He was like eight eight points a week. And then, you know, one week he'd catch like one, two touchdowns and go off. And then it was like eight points the next week, eight points the next week. And then yeah. he'd go off and get a touchdown. It's like he's very touchdown dependent. When you get in the middle of the season, George Kittle's eight points a game is going to look really freaking good. Yeah. Right now, for some reason, tight ends are playing off the wall. <laughs> They're playing very good. They are. I'm actually going to look up the first four weeks of last year compared to the first four weeks of this year and see the scoring next week. But this is... It's, it's crazy. Um, TJ Hawkinson stealing souls with his last two games. One fantasy point last week, point six he this did, week. He did drop Rookie a tight ends, He people. did have a touchdown. Rookie tight dropped. ends. Just stay away from yeah, the rookie tight ends. Don't draft um, them. So Mark Andrews. Um, two. I think that's the only guy that busted in, if yeah. you started him. Uh, Kai Rudolph did have one point. Mark Andrews, though, are you concerned that Mark Andrews? Is, um, I talked about this. I would still start him, and I would still consider him like a a good option. But oh yeah, he's a I starter. Don't, I don't is view you a, him as I as high because you yeah. traded him. Now you see the real. I told you last week that I love Mark Andrews. You know how much yeah. I love Mark Andrews. I, I like Mark Andrews to too. Pick up yeah. Mark Andrews. I was like, sure. you know, this is the guy. Before even before the season started. The problem with Mark Andrews is the fact that in the first three games of the season, he has had the the he's the third tight end on their depth chart in snap count. So when he's on the field, he's running a route. And the defense knows that. And the defense knows that. So at some point he's gonna be stoppable. So it is concerning if you are a uh, Mark Andrews owner or you just traded Mark and David Montgomery to get Mark Andrews. Shout out to uh, another team in our league. Um <laughs> But it is concerning that Mark Andrews pooped his pants this week. I think he'll get seven targets a week. He's going to get five, six catches a game. He's going to be another one of those eight, seven fantasy point a game guys that get you a touchdown and gets you up to 15 on a week-to-week basis. But continue to watch Mark Andrews because if yeah. he goes up and down, then it's going to be a hard situation for you to start every single That's what you're looking for in a tight end. Every single week, week to week, consistent production, which is impossible to find unless you have the top three. Mm. 
That's what I love about Darren Waller. <laughs> so uh, is O.J. Howard good enough for you to keep on your roster? Eight fantasy points? Yeah. After the first two weeks, you get... They did exactly what they said they were going to do. They threw it to him. So He did also have a touchdown that he dropped. <laughs> he didn't drop. It was it was the guy like smacked it out of his How hand. How does it feel thing. that it you started O.J. Howard over uh, Austin Hooper this week? Um, I'm not going to Why would you do that? On that. Uh, you know why I did it? He's, like, I was he's like, like, let me let me defend myself. If there was any week to start O.J. Howard, it was going to be against the New York Giants at home. Yeah, that's true. They scored 31 points. Or 32 points. What was it? Right. 31 points, I Something think. Something like that. Yeah. It's just... That's insane. I'd, I'd probably cut him if you have a better option. Yeah. Uh, let's move into our trade target segment really quickly. Okay. So we can get into some weekly breakdowns. <laughs> uh, Miles Sanders is the number one buy of the week. He is every single yes. week getting yes. more and more We talked about this, that this would happen, too. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's... He would have had an even better game, but he did fumble. <laughs> Freaking A. Which is an actual concern. There was... He would actually be significantly more hyped up and valued right now had he scored his week one and week two touchdown opportunities. Hmm. Um, but he he's getting more and more work. He had 17 touches this past week. He had around, I believe, I don't think he cracked 100 yards. I'm not sure. Seven, I think it was 70. He was close. It was it was clo- yeah, it was somewhere around 100. But... He is he's starting to get there. They want to get him the ball more. Yep. Quote from the head coach after the game about Miles Sanders. He basically told everyone, he said the only way he's going to improve is if we use him. Yeah. So Miles Sanders is starting to get more involved in that Philadelphia offense. Philadelphia's offensive line, one of the best in football. This is why Miles Sanders is valuable. The only concern for Miles Sanders at this point is uh he's he's going to get the middle of the field opportunity. It's just they're giving the ball in the red zone to Jordan, Jordan Howard, Howard yep. which is very concerning. Um, but Miles Sanders definitely a great option to look at. Better pass catcher, better runner than Jordan Howard. Oh yeah, I think in the long run he'll be the better player too. Yeah, like I said, give it. Don't like if he if he goes out and has another three point week, don't drop him yet. Yeah, he's going to be there uh, in the end. So buy him right now while you have the opportunity to have him before he gets a 20-point week and that owner is like, I just got gold. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's one of the guys on our buy now list mm-hmm. in terms of trade targets. Now, number two. Y'all. Carry on Johnson. Your mans. You don't even need to buy. Yeah, he's already <laughs> on my team. Um, you know, he hasn't had, like, a great game yet this year. Yep. He's been like solid around double digit fantasy points okay. each week. But I think the thing that why you probably put him there was the twenty carries. And with CJ Anderson gone, I think he's going to get the work. Yeah, I don't I don't care if you suck with your work if you get the work. Right. Well that's and true. He's like, good. He's good. So he's not gonna be like terrible. Oh he was he wasn't good yet. Last, no, no, he was trash yesterday. Week, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well that, but if you're a carry on Johnson owner right now, you're like I'm I'm holding him and saying opportunity doesn't come very often with running backs. Right. As an Aaron and with Jones, CJ Anderson gone, he sure. will get the opportunity. So yeah, I think he's a, he's going to get ten points a week, pretty much. And yeah. then depending on how good he does in that game, can get him to maybe a twenty point week. Yeah. You know, so he's going to fluctuate around the ten to twenty point range, which is it's, good. It's a little bit frustrating because you wanted Carry On to be an RB one. Right. I think you need to accept the reality that he's, he's going to be RB2. high end RB two, which you know, mid, mid to high end RB two, which is okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's on a fantasy team. That's fine, especially if he's like your RB two uh, or flex. Like right. that's perfect. Um, but I would definitely buy Carry On right now while he's like 
buy the targets buy the not the targets the uh, carries the buy workload the, buy the workload right um because i think that's what you always got to look at like don't go against the grain and buy no workload because the guy broke out yep me um <laughs> <laughs> buy the workload carry on johnson had 20 carries he had the opportunity he's gonna get the opportunity and when they face the, who did he play last week wow he's been garbage against bad matchups i mean against you know bad defenses this year and i, I don't understand that concept yeah, and then he, he goes um, out against a good defense the eagles well. which they're yeah actually ranked fifth against run defense and this week he plays the chiefs so he's probably gonna have a good week yeah so we'll definitely unless see they with, get blown out we'll see but, with carry on but buy him now while you have the opportunity yeah i think another big thing was he got a goal line touchdown which aaron jones for carry no. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's talk about the third guy so this is a classic example of every week we have this edition of buy Devonte Adams now. <laughs> buy the player that somebody drafted high and had a bad week. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Last week we told you Mike Evans. Do, 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 do. This week it lands on Devonte Adams. Yeah. Um. He hasn't had a great start to the year, has he? No, not at all. But eight you know, targets, nine targets, and four. Uh, six targets, I think. He's still Devonte Adams, though. Yeah. The name. If the dude is selling. Devonte Adams because he hasn't had a good start to the year. Yeah, bye. Hop on that, dude. Get on the train. Hop on that. Get he's, on the band. He's wagon. not going to do that every every year. Oh, you no, know, last, or every week. Last year, he um, I believe he had every single game in the season in half PPR. He had at least ten points. Wow. Like, think about that. That's crazy. He hasn't had ten points yet this year. <laughs> but <laughs> so, like, so let's but let's think about that. No, though. he had ten points. He had the hundred yard game. Did he have 10 points this year? Oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. He had I, I, this is the lowest week, yeah, that... Two weeks ago. This is the lowest that that Devontae Adams is going to be. Right. That is the key. He's not going to... He's played Minnesota. He played Denver. And he played Chicago. Those are three good defenses. He's not going to play this bad all year. Yeah. Now, you, you got to buy him now where you get the opportunity. You're going to sit there and think, oh, well, he's not been that good. The Packers offense is Just buy him. Buy him. If, if he doesn't work out, then we were horribly wrong and we yes. apologize. But buy, buy him. him. <laughs> um, let's move into our weekly breakdown. We'll try to get to as many as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start out with the Eagles and the Packers. The over-under is 48 points. I believe it opened at 48. For a Thursday night football game. Yeah, that's a pretty good game. That is a, actually is a good game for Thursday. That's night yeah football. for Thursday night football. I mean yeah. that's yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I, you know what? I'm pissed. I have. Are <sighs> oh, you pissed? But I have Aaron Jones. <laughs> Why do it's I? Not a great matchup for him no, either. This is this is this is stupid. Let's start with the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Um, Carson Wentz against the Green Bay Packers defense. Packers defense has been really good this year. I, he's still probably a star. Are you though. concerned? Concerned, yes. Do I bench him? No. You're not going to overthink it? Right. Yeah, I'll overthink it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Miles Sanders against Green Bay is a is a non-starter for me. I don't mm. I don't see him. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with that. I, don't think I mean, other than be. Zach Ertz, is there any like option that you would start? Would Maybe you start? Nelson Aguilar, but yeah. I, against why? Do you start Alshon Jeffrey? If he's good to go, which I think if he's he will good be. to go, yeah, you got to start Alshon Jeffrey. But if there's no one, like is now Aguilar coming off a 19 point game? I think if Agu- if Jeffrey doesn't play, which I think he will, but yeah. if he doesn't, right, last second, I think Aguilar becomes a 
option okay. to start. But um, other than that, no. everyone was in love with Mac Hollins, number two wide receiver. Uh, I was slow my role on that. Uh, yeah, Ertz becomes a must start. Green Bay Packers, we got uh, Aaron Rodgers going up against the Philadelphia Eagles defense. Rodgers has I seen. Start what, him. What, yeah, that's what I was going to say. When don't do you when him. do you draw the line? I got to see it now. Eagles defense yeah. isn't, you know, as good as Denver, Minnesota, right. or Chicago. Right. But they're still like an average to above average defense, right? Yeah. So do you start Aaron Rodgers? At this point, does Rodgers. No, I'm going I'm to have to bench Rodgers. Yeah. For like, like we're treating, we're saying, okay, Rodgers and Mayfield got have, drafted in the same area, and we're saying, oh, drop Mayfield on the waiver wire, but we're holding on to Aaron well, Rodgers because of his name. What? I'm not saying drop Aaron Rodgers. I think that's saying, a valid reason to not drop him, though, because Aaron Rodgers has done this before where he's struggled yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. just gone off. We've never seen Mayfield do that before. Yeah, Mayfield's never had a 30-touchdown season. It's only his second year, obviously, but we've just never seen <laughs> right. him do it. Pretty There's no close, evidence though. for it. There's evidence for Aaron Rodgers. That's why I would keep him. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't yeah. start him until he shows that right. he's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I would not start him until that offense figures itself out. Um, Aaron Jones... Is a is a you're still start him. I think you're still starting him at this point. Um, I am very concerned, and this is a game that you're gonna you're gonna see. Uh, Sunday night football is where where people really show Thursday night football. Thursday, I'm sorry, Thursday night football is where people really show what their offense is and what you know every like it's like the biggest game. You want to have the best situation. So, Aaron Jones, we're gonna see how like Matt Lafleur wants to use Jones and and Williams. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I mean, I, I hope to God he doesn't split this right down the middle because I will kill Matt Lafleur. Uh, I can't stand that. I can't stand RBBCs. I just can't. <laughs> they don't work. They never work. You stupid NFL coaches. You all fail. You all screw up. You all get fired, and you all use your RBBCs. Your cute little RBCs. RBBCs. You cannot be Bill Belichick. You just can't. Bill Belichick can't even do that. It doesn't work. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You can do whatever you want. It does work. Sorry, that was my rant on RBBCs. It's probably good for the the, the team, too. Yeah. uh, The only other guy that I would Not fantasy, though. Yeah, not fantasy, though. Um, Valdez Scantling did have a good week last week, but but I'm not starting him. Uh, Adams is still a must-start. Is a must-start, yeah. I don't even know why I hesitated. Yeah, bro, come on in. Titans at Falcons Sunday at 1 o'clock, 46.5 over under for this game. Um Man, this is crap, crap, crap. Yeah, yeah, it's funny as we go through these next like three games or four games, the over under drops dramatically. Forty six and a half. Um, I feel like every week the Falcons get a high over under and then they don't score the high over under. They did. Um, how many did they score this week? They they did okay remember. this week. Don't remember. Um, Matt Ryan for the Atlanta Falcons nine. <laughs> I'm reading the numbers on the screen again. The Falcons scored a uh, twenty-four. So I mean, yeah, twenty-four back-to-back weeks. It's like so the loser of this game too. That's gonna stink. Yeah, they're gonna true. go one and three. Um, Matt Ryan is he a start this week against Tennessee? Because Tennessee has been pretty good defensively. They have, but Gardner Minshew scored twenty on them. Eighteen. Okay, pretty close to twenty. <laughs> You're reading those NFL.com stats from the <laughs> weighted league. <laughs> Uh, uh, Matt I, yeah. Ryan's so tough. I, I would say, if, like, is he is he matchup proof? Or no. I would say no. No, he's not. So against a really good defense in Tennessee, I almost would say if you have a better start. option, I would say don't start Matt Ryan. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. He, you have to have a like. You're not benching Matt Ryan for no 
you know, like a, a streaming option that we yeah. were talking about on a previous show. Like you're not just benching Matt Ryan mm-hmm. to bench Matt Ryan. But if you're a team that has two good quarterbacks, which there are a lot of teams out there that do, yep. I think you're probably sitting Matt Ryan. Yeah. I would say, too, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I would sit Matt Ryan. Um, wide receivers, Calvin Ridley and Muhammad Sanu should be do-not-starts this start, week. Yeah. Just because they're facing Tennessee. Calvin Ridley Tennessee. had just one catch last week, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't mean that Calvin Ridley's going to do that every No, week, I think but. Calvin Ridley's... A, Kind yeah. of a matchup guy, but right? I, I think I think just with the tough matchup against Tennessee, Sanu yeah. and Ridley are guys that you just shouldn't have in your. Do you lineup. bench Devontae Freeman? Oh uh, boy, yeah, yeah, I'd do it if you have Devonta Freeman, bench him. Man, that's tough. I know, but against Tennessee, they've been so would, so. Especially if you have a better option, game. I'd bench him too. Like I would rather start. If you're weak wide at the receivers. flex spot, though, I'd probably start <laughs> still. But he's like, if you have. Two superstar <laughs> running backs and Devonta Freeman's your flex. I would start him. Uh, Julio Jones must start this week. The yep. <laughs> Tennessee Titans, Marcus Mariota slash Ryan Tannehill because that's going to yep. happen at some point, probably sooner um, rather than later. Neither. Yeah, the take, only guy I'll on the Titans later. you're starting is Derrick Henry, right? Yes, uh, pretty much. Delaney Walker. Not a bad matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, who did they play this week? Um, Tennessee? Atlanta. Atlanta played the Colts. So, I mean, <laughs> Jack Doyle had a big catch, just so you know. Yeah. I, I don't. I mean, <laughs> Delaney Walker's been consistent in terms of what he's doing. He's just not getting targeted a lot. Uh, what about Corey Davis? No. Gosh, no. no. Not touching him with the 20-foot pole. <sighs> My favorite guy, but I'm not. Not not against Atlanta? Not No. Nope. Not until they show they can throw the ball. Yeah, you're right. I don't even know why I brought that up. Yeah. I must be putting different. All right, let's move on to the next game. <laughs> Redskins at Giants, 46 points. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Well, this is the first time the Giants have been in a 46 point over under all season, I bet. Yep. Uh, Daniel Jones. Probably still been the under to me. Is, is, is he a start this week against yes, Washington? He is. Yeah, I would say he's a start. I would pick him up. Streaming option. Get Daniel Jones on your team. Solid he's not going to get 36 points, but no, he might get 20 no, no, no. to 24. I think, yeah. And that's I what you see, need. Yeah, 20 points. That's what you need if you're streaming quarterbacks. Especially with Barkley out. You think they're going to throw the ball a lot? Uh, yeah, they probably will. I would I would bet that. I, I would fire up. I would fire up the Sterling Shepard shares. Yes. I would start, start Sterling Shepard yeah, this I week. I would, too. Yeah, and and Ingram, too. Obviously. Yeah, Ingram, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would... Evan Ingram, yeah. Oh, he's a top five tight end now. Right. I was trying to put together who you were talking about. <laughs> um, uh, Wayne Gallman against Washington. Man, I consider so, that as a flex. That's I so tempting in your flex this week. Um, but uh, with that terrible offensive line. Yeah, that's the... That's so... The, 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 the trade-off is... Ri- if you are facing... I said this, I've said this before. If you're facing a good team this week and you are like, oh, I'm not going to win, start Wayne Gallman. <laughs> What the hell do you have to lose? Oh yeah, yeah, because he could he could break out, yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, I I don't think there's anyone on Washington. Adrian Peterson? No, yeah, no. I mean, against New York, there's options against New York. McLaren, maybe. Mm. He's had in the last couple weeks. It's been okay. He's been good. Uh, he hasn't had. He hasn't had. I mean, we'll find out. Uh, I don't know. He hasn't had a super bad week yet but mclaren i don't know that's so tough against the new york giants defense i'm probably not. so bad i'm probably not i'm not, I'm not uh, nobody on the redskins 
<laughs> you were like so against the Redskins, but I Keenum am. hasn't been like. Terrible. No, if you're gonna do it, anyone, it would be Keenum though. Probably Stop. not gonna lie. <laughs> He's like start Keenum now. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. I would watch Terry McLaren though. If he has another good week, there there comes a point in the road for Terry McLaren where you have to start considering him a starter. Um, Chargers at Dolphins, forty five. I told you the the over unders are dropping. Forty five point over under. Um. Man, Philip Rivers against the uh, against the Dolphins defense becomes a must start. Yep, everyone. You know how I said last week, Amari Cooper was my start of the week. Everybody, Dak is. Prescott was a good start. Same thing this week. Philip Rivers, yeah. Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. Take you just, know, would uh, you start Justin Jackson? Because you know why stop, the Chargers? Well, stop. here, listen. The Chargers are going to be up thirty something to nothing. That's a that's a long play. That's like a that's like a that's like they're going to waiting till the fourth quarter for Justin Jackson to come in. <laughs> Well, that's all. You know why? Tony Pollard got twenty fantasy points past week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think Justin Jackson could have a similar type thing where he gets two trash time touchdowns? And this is one of those things. And this happened to me this week. I had a lot of dolphin. I mean, I had a lot of cowboys this week. Um, I think that the hype about how bad the dolphins are gets a little bit mixed up with what guys are going to actually do. Yeah. So, like for me, I had Dak and I had Zeke. And there's only so many fantasy points to go around. Right, so right. many, so many. There's only so much opportunity to go to go around. Cowboys Obviously, defense did pretty good. Both of them can play well, but at some point, Miami's just going to be completely They're destroyed. Gonna yeah. They're going to roll over and not like you, like you're going to be up by thirty, and you're no longer going to use Eckler. You're going to shift to Jackson. Philip Rivers isn't going to pass it as much, so that's going to hurt Keenan Allen's value. So I'm not yeah. saying don't start him. Start him because they're still Miami. good. Yeah, yeah. But it's like Keenan Allen's a must-start. Phillip Rivers is a must-start. Austin Eckler is a must-start. Mike Williams might even be a good option this week against the horrible Miami yep. Dolphins. Like, everyone is a option for this. For Miami? I, <laughs> Nobody. I don't even yeah, Nobody. I don't, you don't even have to. I don't even no, have to. shut up. Kenyon Drake keeps <laughs> no. getting seven points a week, which That's, means that if he was traded somewhere else, please, for the love of God, trade him. I need I need Kenny yeah, if he gets to traded, get the dude. Chance unless somebody gets injured around the league, I don't see him yeah. like even getting workload. Uh, and the traded. final, I'm just gonna put the Dolphins on our first show with the matchup breakdowns so that we can get through this really quickly. Yes, every single week because the Dolphins every Dolphins game. Yeah, uh, Raiders at Colts. Mm, Jacoby Brissett, baby. I'm starting him. Uh, you are you are on the Jacoby Brissett now train, here. Huh? I wouldn't be even higher on him if T.Y. Hilton was. You're going to start him against Oakland. Oakland. Yeah. If I, I mean, obviously, if there's, I can't look at he's, the numbers he's a, right he's now. He's a because streaming option. I'm not starting already. him to start him, but you know what I mean. Like, if if I you're streaming get, quarterbacks, Jacoby Brissett should be an option. Yeah, yeah, he should be an option. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you can't really use uh, Oakland's past defense metrics because they face Mahomes. They did, yeah. <laughs> like that. that they did pretty good in, in week one against um against Joe Flacco on Monday Night Football, but right. And and this it's a one o'clock game too, which is underrated yeah. for West Coast teams. Right. That can be a little slight, yeah. no, slight issue. Um uh, so yeah, I mean Brissette. I would I would yeah, I mean Brissette's <laughs> a good streaming option if there's nothing available. Um Marlon Mack is a must start. start yep, yeah, you absolutely. gotta fire fire up your Marlon Mack. Do you with with Hilton now is your guy Eric Ebron in consideration to get, mm, no no, okay. Sorry, uh, Deion Kane might be worth a look as the he is the second wide receiver on the team. People mm-hmm. have hyped up Deion Kane in the past. He hasn't had put up much fantasy wise. Uh, Paris Campbell, uh, Paris Campbell or Deion Kane is probably 
those two guys are probably the I still option. wouldn't start either of them though. Okay. If you if you need a deeper play and you're in a, you know, three wide receiver league and and you are desperate for a wide receiver, I would look at some of these options. Yep. Uh, but I wouldn't recommend starting right. the full. Agreed. Um Darren Waller. Darren Walrus. Oh boy. Here we go, Darren. Let's go, Darren Waller. I freaking love Darren Waller. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh he is yeah, he's a locked and loaded start every single week. Last week he was is, a tough honestly, matchup. At this point, he was a tough matchup. I said to sit him last week. I'll, yeah. I'll own up to that one. <laughs> it was like I said to sit him. It uh, was a hard matchup though. Tyro Williams. Just, Tyro Williams against uh, against Indy. He's like the most. Indy, like, Indy's got a better defense. Indy does have a very solid defense. I would start Waller and not start Williams. I probably agree with that. Uh, and then Josh Jacobs, I would start, uh, and Derek Carr. Don't even touch him with a forty-foot pole. Yep. So, is there anyone else in that game that you wanted to touch? No, on? that's it. I mean, Josh Jacobs is somebody who had a bad week, but mm-hmm. I think he can. Bounce back. I don't see him getting a big week this week, but yep, right. he's still worth a start. Uh, that'll do it. That'll do it for this episode of the Fantasy Champions. We got all we we did a lot of coverage on the content in this episode. Yes. So uh, talked a lot of fantasy football. Talked a lot of fantasy football. Be sure to listen tomorrow as we break down more matchups and discuss our starts and sits for the week. Be sure to check our website. Check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Rankings, content, all that stuff. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to you tomorrow, Fantasy Champs. Week four, here we come. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.